Bucknutters, I'll be in a few minutes late. It is Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Joined, as always, on Tuesdays by the one and only Dwayne Long. As you can see, there's been some naked jaunts in the area, so we've gone clandestine with our Orlando Pace avatar. It was an enormous evening for your Buckeyes. Last night, Ohio State secured the commitment of Dylan Rayola. Not just the number one quarterback in the class of 2024, the number one player overall. It is arguably top commitment. Ryan Day and crew have gotten. It is incredible, and we are going to talk about it, plus much more. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, vibe, issues, throw those questions in there, and Dwayne and I will get to it. Also, if you are on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, like, subscribe. Do all those buttons you can push it. Allow Dwayne and I to have a wonderful vacation that never actually comes. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh, man. Beautiful morning. And uh, uh, special to wake up to a, a commitment like the game Rayola. I mean, what, is, what in the world is, is, is Ryan Day doing over there? I mean, it's just crazy. Loving it. I believe there was a text from one of our employees this morning that said the franchise is secure through 2026, and we are excited about that. Rayola, Steve Wolfong was there. Rayola, as we said, the number one quarterback in the class of 2024. He is from Arizona, transferring from Burleson to Chandler this year. He is the son of Dominic Rayola, who was center for the Detroit Lions for, I think, 14 years in Michigan. So keep in mind, Dylan Riola spent a good portion of his life living in Michigan and is coming to Ohio State, so that's fantastic. That secures quarterback for quite some time. Let's look at the depth chart. This year, you have C.J. Stroud, Kyle McCord, and Devin Brown. Next year, you have Kyle McCord, Devin Brown, and Blank because they have not taken a quarterback in 2023 yet. 2024, will McCord be back? Brown and Rayola. 2025, Rayola and possibly Ryan Montgomery. Who knows? Dwayne, put in context what you're seeing from Ryan Day and co. when it comes to quarterback. Bill has an article up now. For those who don't didn't know this, Rayola is the fourth highest rated quarterback to come to Ohio State. Number one, Quinn Ewers. Number two, Justin Fields. Number three, Terrell Pryor. Number four, Dylan Riola. Number five, Braxton Miller. A star-studded cast. Riola fits right in. Mark Porter did a video review of him. You watched it. Let everybody know what they're getting in Dylan Riola. Oh, uh, there's really uh, no doubt about the the fact that this kid uh, is a number one quarterback in the class. He does everything really well. Uh, one thing I really like about him is how well he's put together. Uh, this is a kid that, uh, once he breaks the line of scrimmage, uh, 
he could be like uh, Justin Fields in the fact that he's going to be bigger than anybody he's running into after he gets past the line. Uh, uh, got the arm. He's got all the, he's got all the tools, Dan, all the tools. And like you said, he's only a sophomore. He's already 225 pounds. Um, I am big on taking guys who are the child of pro athletes, especially NFL players. Um, usually when you take, for example, we're recruiting Justin Haynes, his father, Ron Haynes played running back for the Steelers. Usually when you recruit someone, the guy tends to fall. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Dylan Rayola obviously learned from his dad. It's better to be standing up than hunched over. And um, just a very impressive setup. I really encourage you to go watch what we have up now. There's a commitment analysis from Mark Porter up there. It's hard to think of a quarterback being better than uh, Rayola is as a sophomore. I don't think I've seen anybody with a higher upside since we've been up here. Just in terms of, you know, pedigree, arm strength, etc. So, really, just an incredible experience going forward. We will have we'll answer a bunch of questions on this after that, but just incredible. I mean, uh, I, I used to talk about the zenith with Ryan Day and recruiting, and I don't even know we have to redo it now because to have the first recruit in the class of 2024 be Dylan Riola, and by the way, already a Pied Piper of sorts. Go look at Twitter. There's plenty of dudes, including some very high-profile wide receivers, that are quite happy with the commitment. So definitely something you want to pay attention to. Dwayne, recently, another guy right in your wheelhouse, Olaus Allenen, an offensive lineman, another overseas prospect in the United States, put Ohio State in his final four. How excited would we be about that? I'm very excited about this kid. I watched him on film, and I you want to talk about a guy – uh, minister of death praying for war. This guy gets after it. Uh, he's got, he's got all the tools. I mean, he's, he's big kid, really big kid, naturally big kid. Uh, but the thing I love about him is just how he comes off the ball. Uh, he's going to hit you in the mouth and he's going to keep hitting you in the mouth till the referee uh, blows the whistle. Those kind of guys, Dan, the best lineman I've ever seen with the exception Orlando Pace, they had some nasty in their game. They like to play football. And when an offensive lineman likes to play football, that means he likes hitting people. So uh, I'm very excited about the possibilities of this kid coming on board. There's a little bit of concern right now that he may be an Alabama lean. Bill Kerlick, on the other hand, says there's a very good chance Ohio State could pull him into the fold. So... We will see on that. All right, we're going to hit a couple more local topics here, and then we're just going to start banging out questions, given the fact that it was somewhat of a special occasion. Another guy we've had up there recently, John Walker. I admit I'm a little bit late to the party on this one. Mark Porter did a review of him recently. This is a defensive lineman from Florida. Uh, Kissimmee, Osceola High School. This guy is a werewolf, and you know I don't use that term a lot. He's listed at six foot three. If he is really six foot three, I think he's got about a six foot seven wingspan. You want to see someone use their hands and use their arms to get themselves some attack on the quarterback. This is the guy. What did you think of John Walker? Mark put him in the must get category, which is rare. He is. He is what you're saying. He is. This is a guy coming off the edge that is going to 
cause problems. And, you know, having a kid that has already figured out how to use his hands this early, that is huge, Dan. That is huge. And, and then he gets with a guy like Larry Johnson. Wow, what he can learn. He's, he's coming in with, with basic uh, hand fighting 101 down. And, and now he's going to uh, uh, get with a coach that, that teaches that. And has, look, look what he's done with NFL players. I'm excited. I think we got a real good chance to get Walker. His commitment is coming up. So let's do this. We're going to take a quick break for those of you who are listening to the podcast because we're going to go heavy, heavy on the questions here. Please submit your questions on any front. Recruiting, obviously, is the theme of the day with Dylan Royola joining the fold. We're going to take a quick break. And now we are back. We are going to start taking questions. Obviously, there's a lot of trickle-down type of questions. This from Yakov22. With this commit, it will also – it's not a question. It's a statement. With this commit, it will also keep the flow of the top-rated wide receivers. I absolutely agree with that. You need only go to Twitter. And go to Bill Kerlick's story up there about Twitter reacting to see the reaction of the quarterbacks. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to get a better recruit into the fold when it comes to recruiting others. You've got a quarterback two years ahead of the game who's number one, who's a Pied Piper. Um, I'm not sure you get a more attractive player in the mix. Let's get another question here. Neil Harris saying hello to the group. Well, this is the question I figured would come. Spire Sillery on it. What will Dylan do for the 2023 quarterback status? Dwayne, you want to take that one? Well, we don't know. That's We have not been really aggressive going after a 2023 quarterback. Uh, we may be seeing a, a, just a, a Ryan Day and company saying, okay, um, we, got, we got this and this and this, and we're going to get Matthews. Uh, in 2025, and I'm telling you, Dan's talking about how good Rayola looks. Uh, we we got what is it? Freshman film of Ryan Montgomery. Uh, yeah, Brian Montgomery. And a kid. Montgomery. Montgomery. Excuse me. Yeah, he looks the part. He, you know, the kid's smooth. Uh, gets rid of the ball. Good release. Got the arm strength. He's got size. I'm really impressed with him. Yeah, and obviously with his so brother. So maybe a matter of, uh, yeah, and his brother's here. So, yeah. Chances good are very situation. good. So, yeah, normally you wouldn't want to be uh, counting on guys in 24 and 25 just because it's so far away, but – I mean, Riola is a secured commitment, and Montgomery, we have the hook. He's in the state. His brother's going to be here. They seem all on board. Let me get to it. the next question. Neil Harris, I think he's on it. Does this mean a high three-star quarterback from Ohio for 2023? I think that's a fair guess. I do think they'll obviously take a quarterback in 2023, almost for insurance purposes. But um, I think you're on it there, and that it's probably going to be a kid from Ohio who maybe in another cycle, recruiting cycle, wouldn't necessarily be on Ohio State's radar, but uh, they'll take a chance on the kid just because they're going to bookend him with, obviously, Rayola and Montgomery. So that's an excellent question. Spider Sillery's back. Thoughts yeah, on wide receiver? Go ahead. 
Yeah, I was going to say that um, uh, taking an Ohio kid, here's the thing that I would say to Buckeye Nation. They're, the kids are lining up. You know, they, they want to come to Ohio State more than ever. Uh, and a kid will say, yeah, they've got this guy and this guy and this guy. And a national kid might say, well, they've already got this guy and this guy and this guy. But an Ohio kid would say, I want to take my shot. I want to I want to take my swings, see if I can be the Buckeye start quarterback. So uh, that's a good strategy if that's what we're doing. And I think that what may be what we're doing. There's a question on here from Spider Silly. Thoughts on wide receiver commits coming? Dylan is supposed to be playing with the South Florida Express 7-on-7. Seven seven. I don't know. Mo- uh, there's not really much else we can say on wide receiver recruiting. I think you can make a real strong argument that uh, Brian Hartline is the number one recruiter in college football at any position. This recruiting class is already ridiculous, and it's going to get more ridiculous. Noah Rogers has uh, – had a crystal ball put in by Bill Curlick. There's thought they could get Carnell Tate as well. You've got the other guys already in the fold. So I'm not even sure what to say about that. That's incredible. And your point is well taken. Um, Dylan Rayola is the type to already be a recruiter. When it was thought he was going to USC, which was, you know, the favorite leading into his, before his visit to Ohio state, I'm told he was already recruiting kids for Ohio for USC. So, um, J. Henry Miller, how does this commitment affect 2025 quarterback Ryan Montgomery? I would think not at all. Um, the chance to come to Ohio State to None. play quarterback. No. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, there's no, it's not going to. These guys are rolling through here. Just like look at what's going on the receiver. As it, despite having uh, first-round guys, uh, we're still getting the top receivers in the country. Why? Because they're going to be out of here in three years and uh, they're going to play while they're here. Then they're, they're going to be moving on. And that's the same thing that we've got going on at quarterback. Look at, look at what's going on. Guys are going in the first round uh, and, and, and they're leaving early and that's just the way it is. And the, uh, these quarterbacks know that I'm going to be able to play here. Everybody except Quinn Ewers. Dre Venture raises an interesting point. Um, yes, Dylan Riola, I, I should have mentioned this, committed yesterday. It was his birthday, the 17th birthday. Dre Venture says, Riola turned 17 yesterday, which means he'll be 19 for his prom. Can he reclass to 2023? Seems pretty old for a 2024 prospect. Well, according to this, if, if he reclassifies, he's not going to the prom. So I guess that's possible. I think that's something that would be seen down the road. Um I think the question is a good one simply because if no 2023 quarterback is in the fold, obviously that raises the opportunity for it. But I don't think he'd want to come and wait. I think it depends on how Devin Brown looks, et cetera. But um, that's something that will be decided down the road, I'm sure. All right. This is from Yakov22. OSU has to recruit nationally. For example, there is significantly more talent in Miami Dade area than the tighter state of Ohio. That's why they've done a great job in. Baltimore, Mike got sports. Good morning to you. Question from Michael Helderman. Dwayne, do you see the defense, especially the linebacker safety recruiting, getting to the same level as our receiver room? Oh, I, I absolutely, but I'm not going to go that far. I mean, it's just off the charts. 
what's going on. Receiver, it's just ridiculous that we're getting the top receiver in the country year after year after year. We're getting top five guys, you know, year after year after year. I don't know. Let's, uh, I, I, I think the one thing we need to be just very conscious of is linebackers just have not been a, uh, uh, you know, they're just not as valued as they used to be when uh, the run game uh, mattered so much more. Uh, I, I think we'll get really outstanding linebackers. But uh, when, what we're looking at right now with Knowles' defense is defensive line and uh, defensive backfield. The safeties, he's going to have uh, three of them on the field a lot of the time. Uh, I don't think it's a priority. Uh, we are stacked right now. We got so many linebackers, I'm surprised that, that nobody's transferred. Uh, I'm not really worried about linebacker at this time. Uh, we're going to find some guys. We'll have guys that, that are going to be plenty good enough uh, for Noel's defense. I have a feeling that once C.J. Hicks, for example, and you know Sonny Styles is going to be linebacker-ish, once we see those guys running around the field a little bit, I don't think the complaints about linebacker are going to be quite as loud. Those guys fit the modern werewolf you know, um, just future NFL stars, guys who can play the run, play the pass, defend the slot, et cetera. So very high on those two. And I think from an athleticism perspective, they will, I'm not sure. Look, nobody is going, we just said, nobody is going to recruit like our wide receiver room. I guess Georgia's defense could have made the argument this past year with that many first round draft picks, but I don't think that's realistic. But uh, finishing second to Brian Hartline in recruiting, not too difficult. Clifford Parks, great question here, Dwayne. What are our chances of getting top running backs for the class, especially if we're pass happy? Your thoughts? Uh, we're breaking up a little bit there, Dan. What? Say again. I'll handle this one then. Clifford Parks asks, what are our chances of getting top running backs for the class, especially if we are pass happy? Like I said, I'll handle it. Guys don't come for those reasons, in my opinion. Everybody's pass-happy. The game is pass-happy. Um, what they look at, especially at a place like Ohio State, is, one, can you prepare me for the NFL? Two, can you prepare me for the NFL? So you're going to have Ezekiel Elliott in the league. You're going to have J.K. Dobbins in the league. You're going to have Travion Henderson as arguably the top running back pick in his class. There will be no issue with running back recruiting. I can guarantee you that. What up with Troy Bowles? That's not his name. It's Troy Bowles, the linebacker out of Florida. I am not high on the idea of getting him. Um, I think at one point in time, we were very much in the fold. There have been some things behind the scenes. I believe he was close to the Cavazos family, so him heading out may have an effect on that. But Derek Williams follows up with, he's a linebacker out of Louisiana coming to OSU. We need a dominant fast backer. That is Tackett Curtis, Dwayne. I do believe Tackett Curtis is coming to Ohio State. Do you agree? I believe. I, the kid's showing every every sign that this is where he's going to get end up. He's taking a look around. Uh, he's taking his time. And I really like that. Uh, when kids rush into commitments, you know, they, they go home. They're all excited. I was happy with Rayola doing that. He did immediately. And we knew. I mean, uh, all of us uh, – had reports that Rayola was just, he couldn't have been happier here. But I was like, okay, calm down, kid. Go home, sit down, think about it, talk to your mom and dad, talk to your coach, 
and and you know uh, just let it let it settle in and he did that and I, we're doing we're seeing that with uh with Tackett. uh he is i like that name uh, he's he's taking his time and making his decision he brought his family up here that's huge buckeye nation just when players bring their families mom and dad uh they're they're seriously considering you and you may even be in the lead so uh yeah uh he brought uh, i know he brought his dad up i think he brought his whole family up i mean brothers and sisters and everything so you got to be excited about him and i mean uh i had not seen his video before and dan was the one that, that alerted me to tack it and i said you got to be kidding me just the first three plays how he explodes into people and they're clean tackles in this day and age. You're not seeing that helmet. That's going to cause us problems, getting thrown out of games. So yeah, it's very exciting uh, that uh, he's, he's looking at us like he is. Uh, very encouraging that he is not considering Louisiana state getting a guy out of Louisiana. Very challenging. I can't remember Bill. I've asked Bill this question before. We've either gotten one guy out of there or nobody. And the time that uh, Curlick's been covering recruiting, which was longer than many of us have been signing. So very impressive setup there. And keep in mind, I think he's also considering Wisconsin and USC. I, I like Ohio State for that. Knowles has been all over that. I think his uncle's the coach, so that helps. Do you think O-line recruiting will be better because of Dylan Rayola and, of course, Justin Fry? They want to block for a number one quarterback. I think definitely, but um, – when you're at that level, when you're recruiting at that level, we've had a quarterback in here they want to block for for quite some time. So I'm not sure that has a total effect on it, except for the personal relationships, hopefully that Dylan can create with the other possible prospects. Okay, we're going to take one last question. Dwayne, do you think quarterback Dante Moore will go to Michigan? Uh, I'd have to say yes. Um, I haven't been following it that closely, uh, but just everything that I am seeing, I think I think he's going to go to I think he's going to go to Michigan. I agree. He's the kind of guy I think we would have been in on had they not found a quarterback they like better. We are now ready to shut down the show because Sue has checked in. We appreciate that. We appreciate all you guys stopping by. It was an eventful evening. We will have the podcast up here in just a little bit. Smash those like buttons, subscribe, do whatever you got to do. We appreciate it. Have a good one, Bucknutters.